0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Top Comment Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Tomaso. I'm going to throw you into the wolves on this one. We're getting right into it, right to the meat and potatoes. Last night, I recorded a conversation with two of my favorite creators who I will let themselves introduce themselves. Some of my favorite podcasts are the ones where you sort of feel like a fly on the wall during a conversation, and I feel like that's what we tried to do with this one. So I hope you enjoy it. It's a really great chat. There's a lot of great insight from both individuals that I spoke with. And without further ado, enjoy. Uh, with me in the studio right now is Alex Anthony and Jordan Hart. Um, I'm sure you listened to me say that in the intro, which I'll record after this. That's the magic of podcast making. But nice. while I have you guys here, do you want to give yourself just a quick you know, elevator pitch bio on what you guys do?
1: Okay. I'll I'm start it off. Yes. Um, this is Alex talking. Uh, I am a video producer at Shopify. Um, previous to my uh, career at Shopify, I, uh, I was a lead of, lead of video production for the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, I was there for the past two years. I was lucky enough to win a Grey Cup with the team last year in 2017. But prior to that, I played, and played in the CFL for three years. Um, my passion growing up was uh, football, and I was lucky enough to live to live that dream. But then, funny enough, um, as I was pursuing football, I, w- I was able to pursue another passion of filmmaking uh, and kind of pursue both of them at the, at the same time. So after my football career finished... I was able to kind of shift gears and take take a step off the field and bring all my football knowledge behind the camera. Um, yeah, and so yeah, I was with the, with the Argos for two years, and then uh, I wanted to try something different and step outside of sports, and yeah, so I've been at Shopify for about six months now, and uh, life outside of sports is pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome.
2: Yeah, and my name is Jordan Hart. I'm a musician that's of almost every province in Canada. I grew up in Alberta, spent a bunch of time in BC, really figuring out what I wanted to be as a performer and now I'm in Toronto trying to figure out what I want to be as a studio musician as well on top of that and um, yeah my exploration of music started like before I was born my mom, my dad and all of their siblings and their parents and even beyond them, are all musicians in their own right in many ways better than I and so I got a chance to you know fall in love with music before I even knew I could make money off of it before I even saw it as that and then um, yeah one day I realized that I could uh, lend my obsession to also, you know, support my support my living and uh, just kind of chasing that down and loving every minute of it. It's a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. So this trifecta, this trio, threesome, first it. <laughs> first uh, came to light with an idea that Alex had. Where there's actually a video on my YouTube. I'll link everything we talk about this. I'll link into the description of the podcast. But there's a video um, that Alex and I shot with Jordan. That was all the brainchild of Alex, where he just had this crazy idea. I think you saw him at a wedding originally. You saw Jordan at a wedding? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, this kid's brilliant beautiful voice, and you were like, I want to make a music video with him, so let's yeah. just fucking make that happen, yeah. and next thing you know, I remember you texting me, like, hey, do you want to shoot this thing in a loft, and I didn't really know any other details about it, I don't know if you even know this, story, but no. I didn't, yeah, so I didn't know any major, any other details with it, I know you were just getting over a cold, too, you're pretty sick, Yeah, zero. Um, yeah, yeah. and he's like, yo, I'm going to rent, like, crazy anamorphic lenses, you know, I have some friends that are going to bring a crazy camera and all this stuff, basically, and I was just I was like, I think I just said I'm there, you said down, down, down. yeah, perfect, yeah, <laughs> Uh, the rest is sort of history. That video is on, I think, all of our channels at some point, right? Yeah. So it's on Jordan's YouTube. Right. Uh, it's on Alex's <clears throat> Vimeo, and I have a copy on my Vimeo as yep. well. There's also a behind-the-scenes that I made that's on my YouTube channel that will be linked as well. And what I thought was interesting about that, it was sort of like, I think there's a, a major shift that's happened in the last like two, three years, if not longer. I think like you can go back to like the MySpace days of music where you know I got into filmmaking and taking photos because for my band, I realized we needed all this mm-hmm. extra content. And then I just realized I love that more than the actual process of making music itself. So I found like there's just been this cycle where as much as I step away from music in terms of like being more behind the camera, I find myself constantly always helping other musicians create some sort of extra content for what they do. And I think that was a really good example of like how the merging of like a photographic or filmmaker eye and then a musician is like the perfect combination right now because I think now you need to be absolutely everywhere with content. Mm -hmm. Uh, we were chatting even before we started recording like this podcast for me is just one more outlet that people can discover me and i think specifically within music like jordan you know this full out it's like you see musicians now blow up because of like a video they post on instagram true or like one youtube video is the difference between like a nobody and a somebody Mm -hmm. right so i'd be curious to hear your take on like do you see that as like a huge opportunity or are you a little bit
2: daunted by that that concept i think a bit of both like i mean it's I was gonna say when we were talking about this before we started the podcast that you know there's something so beautiful that comes from the ability you know to for for almost anybody to have an amazing camera at least a passable camera an amazing condenser mic or at least a passable condenser mic a great guitar like all of the equipment you need is so widely available that you have an unbelievable amount of content and with that I think you know comes a, maybe a bit of an over flooding of content and. Trying to figure out how to or whether to try to shine um, above that is, is, is the right way of looking at it has been an interesting part of, uh, you know, my discovery process. But I do think that a huge benefit is just the ability to almost around every corner discover somebody that's, you know, making their own, exploring creativity in their own way. And like you're saying, the ability to uh, collaborate in a way that I think we never really have been able to as artists before. So I think there's a bit of both. It's definitely daunting, um, but it's also like, like you're saying, if you have one YouTube video, um, you know, and, and that shines a light on all of the rest of your stuff. Like Tony Bennett is a famous painter now because people know him through music and, and um, you know, all of these other artists kind of have the same thing um, where it's it's just all of their Art is so available now. So yeah, there's a bit of you know pros and cons that come with with the availability of it, but it excites me more than anything. I think. Yeah. Do you find that it's
0: it's difficult? Like you, I think you're you're lucky that you're you're surrounded by. a... You say this a lot in your shows too. Like you're very humble and thankful of like the circle that's sort of like surrounded around your talent. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't don't sell yourself short on that. It's like, you know, it's sort of like a firefly to a light. You know what I mean? Where it's like mm-hmm. all all the fireflies will come to that light too. I think, I think too. you're one of those people where it's like everyone's flocking to you, They're, you're not asking for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're going on Instagram like, I need someone to film my show. You know what I mean? It's more right. like, I know these people that already want to work with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that in my experience, like working with some other artists, I find, I've, I've felt used in circumstances like that too. Right. And I'm sure Oz can speak to this as well, where it's, it's an interesting balance where it, there's something kind of funny, like in the general sense of fo- video and photography. It's sort of like, sometimes it's treated as the pinnacle. Like you could be, you know, Christopher Nolan and be a crazy mm-hmm. filmmaker, or you're just a kid with a DSLR who shoots shows and no one really ever knows who you are, but you're you're the reason you're a big reason why a lot of these big name acts are the way that they are because it's sort of like, I kind of think of it as like a politician where it's like, you know, there's Donald Trump, but there's also 15 people behind Donald Trump that are actually making all the big decisions True. and doing all that stuff. True. And I've, I've always struggled with, and I think I've, I've actually come to realize this with myself now, I want to be the one behind the curtain. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I do know there's a lot of young creators that especially listening to this that want to be the, the light. Hmm. But I think they need to realize that you just have to find the right artist that will help you grow in t- it simultaneously. Cool. Right? And... Um, like, I don't know if you've ever experienced that where you've worked with somebody, like, you don't have to obviously name names or anything like that. But that you, have you found that idea where it's like, you know, we like working with Jordan because it's a collaboration. For sure. But there's certain... You know, and I don't want to use this word, but there's certain influencers and stuff like that where you do do something like this, and it's just like, what am I doing this for? It's like, it's like, imagine we sent you the She Goes video and you sent us a two-page email with revisions. Right. <laughs> right <yeah. laughs> I mean, like, ah, you know, I didn't like that take this weird angle at seven seconds, which is like it wasn't flattering for me. Right. You know, like, but that's yeah. the scene, you know what I mean? Like, that's the scene for a lot of this, right? And I think like finding that perfect team is so important for us, the filmmaker media, whatever you call it, the media team and the artists mm-hmm. that I think that, you know, the ones that are successful have the best sort of like symbiosis of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like you probably even see that even just from what you do with Shopify as is mm-hmm. as, as, as like you work with certain people and you're like, Oh my God, we can do so many different series with this totally. or it's like, no, I don't really want to do this one again. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: I think, uh, I think back to, you know, when, when we first did the video with Jordan, it was in last February. It's been a while. Yeah, isn't that wild? Wow, time flies. Uh, Seriously, yeah. that's crazy. But yeah, no. Like, like Jordan didn't reach out to me. Like, I I reached out to Jordan, and I I first heard uh, Jordan and Emily sing at a friend's uh, engagement party uh, two years. I think it might have been a year or or, or, or two prior, um, and I was moved by you know like I, I I go to a lot of weddings, a lot of <laughs> engagement parties and there's, you know, there's a lot of bands playing, but there was something about the way Jordan and Emily performed and something about, about their, their presence that, that I thought was super unique. And I, I don't even think that we, that we talked that night, but I just, I remembered his name. I remembered Emily's name. I'm like, you know what, like eventually I'm going to do something with him. Um, uh, and, and, and I would love to, uh, and then, yeah, we were lucky enough to team up one, one cold night in Toronto and, and make a sweet video. But then, uh, that, that was just for pure fun. You know, I, I've, I've, dealt so many times with, uh, you know, having to report to someone, having to uh, write treatments, write scripts, gets a huge sign of process. And... I sometimes get frustrated with, with what I'm doing, so it was really really nice and refreshing mm-hmm. to kind of go back to like the bare bones of it and like like, like you know the reason why I love yeah. creating videos and films and stuff, uh, you know just 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 getting together with a bunch of creative minds and be able to create something beautiful. And working with an, a, a, another artist was an absolute treat. But then going back to your original question, uh, since I since that video was shared, I've gotten so many so many messages yeah. uh, of you know from, from from other artists saying that they love the work and then they want to want to do like. These crazy, crazy list of things. Yeah, yeah. and like, always with no budget. Totally. So like, you know, yeah. we'll, give, we'll give you give you credit and absolutely. all this stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and for me, like, I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't want to get together with 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 you guys to uh, make the video to get credit. Together. No, never. Absolutely. It was just no, like like, like a yeah, group yeah. of creative individuals getting together just just to try something new and kind of combine combine these two these two arts together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like, I've I've gotten quite a few quite a few messages and uh, often turn turn them down. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, it, like, it's, it's it's not the reason why I, no, know, absolutely. Why I do Especially because a lot of this is
0: like, I mean, Jordan, there's more, like, it, it's weird. It is our full, it's our full-time it's our full job to do this stuff, like all three of us. Mm-hmm. But we still probably do a lot of stuff on the side. It's just for fun. But it's the same thing that we're doing as our job. Right. Which is kind of, I <laughs> yeah. never really thought about that. Yeah. No, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, I, I, I still feel like I have the mentality that, like, my 5 to 9 is, my nine, is not my 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the things that I was doing after work mm-hmm. is actually what I'm doing for work now. But the, like, I feel like I'm thankful, you know, like knock on wood, that you know I'm not resentful that my fun thing became a job. Cool. Do so you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's easy to like, you know, you could you could do a solo show at ACC and be like, holy fuck, this wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, that, that can that can right. totally happen. Or it's like I could do a short film or you could make a video and it's like, oh wait, you know, this was just for fun. And right. now It's like a crazy big thing. Yeah. Oddly, that's actually kind of what happened with, and I've talked about this on this podcast before. Like with my first podcast, it got so it got so big so fast that when You know, I got into like, we were in a studio, we were shooting with like an engineer that it was like, Oh my God, this isn't fun anymore. Mm -hmm. This is like a real thing. Like this is like, it it totally lost like the charm of what we're doing right now, which is just like having a conversation. And I think like to kind of loop it all back, it's like, you, you have to sort of like, I don't know. Like you have to keep that passion with it, and the passion comes from doing it for fun. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, really. Yeah, right? like sure. It really comes from doing it for fun, because every time I'm doing something that's so thought out and well-planned and scripted, I have a miserable time. <laughs> sure. Like, like sure. you yeah, you man. talked about, like, when we did the She Goes video, you talked about how you wrote that, and right. that was just, like, yeah. serendipitous wine and just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, That wasn't like, oh, yeah. you know, i got to write a song tonight because my label's right. pushing me for, for <laughs> a record. Mm-hmm. That was just like, I want to have fun tonight, and I'm going to just flow with my creative imagination on this, right? I think the structure of the industry, like, can be very restrictive of the creative process.
2: Well, that's, there's something cool about that, about, like, what we're, you know, started this conversation on, which is just the multifacets of each of these industries now, and how these industries are so broad, because the equipment is so available, and and the distribution is so available to everybody, so it's, it's just interesting, I was just having a conversation with a good friend of mine, who's also a musician, about, about, um, about this and, and just kind of how it, it, there seems to be this um, misconception that to get into either any of these industries, you have to shoot for the thing you can see. So for musicians, it's you have to shoot for the radio. For you know filmmakers, you have to shoot for Hollywood. But the truth is that that's like 5% of the totally. industry. Like There are all of these unbelievable artists that will never see the radio, that are making an amazing living, have huge fan bases, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I was just like, it props to you for pulling back from that. You know, it's it's yeah, there's yeah. so many people that would just ride that success Absolutely. and say, oh well, I've gotta you know chase this while I have it because it's you know now not maybe maybe it won't come around again. And then they end up being you know creating shit content because they don't have the heart for it anymore, and it just gets worse and worse and worse because they're pushing themselves and they don't you know have the they're not breathing in enough, totally. they're just exhaling. You know yeah, and I mean? it's
0: like you know this is such a, it's a weird example, and I don't want to make, sound weird, but it's like. When I hit, this is so stupid, when I hit 10,000 Instagram followers, the biggest thing people started all DMing me was like, how do you get 10,000 Instagram followers? How do you get 10,000 Instagram followers? And I was like, I was on Instagram for seven years. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, these are people that are like just making an account. They're like, I have 400 followers. How do I get 10,000 Instagram followers? I'm like, you do not understand the grind. You don't understand that it took... This amount of time and failure after failure of trying to figure out like what is the formula? What is the way to do this that I'm happy and everyone's happy and everyone's getting to this, right? Mm -hmm. Like I love – one of my favorite things to do with any creator is to like go back to the beginning of what they started with. Because it's like where did they come – like where did Kanye come from to be Kanye now? You know what I mean? And you go back and you see that he was just like making beats in his like living room uh, with his parents. You know what I mean? Like basement of Chicago – nothing to like now he's he literally had a meeting with president today like it's what the, like what's going on Unreal. right whether that's good or bad is, is to be debated specifically within the Kanye kind of Kanye world but like you know like specifically with music and you know this too man it's like sometimes it's lightning in a bottle and it's that one song that's all you need you need that call me maybe Carly Rae Jepsen and then all of a sudden you're just a touring artist for the rest of your career mm. or it's like 10 albums and then you your Magnum opus comes out. You know what I mean? It's just like that happens, but mm-hmm. you cannot be like, I want to make my white album the Beatles. Mm-hmm. That can't be the end goal. It's like, like, I have a tattoo that says it's now underneath my Apple Watch, which is like completely useless. <laughs> but, and it's like that to me, like, is also like a creative reminder of like, I'm not chasing something, I'm chasing like the moment here, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't want this podcast to be on the top 10 of iTunes, I just want people to enjoy this podcast, Cool. like this episode, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like cool. that is the spirit of, like, that She Goes With It. I think that's the spirit of, like, what's coming out soon with what we did with you in the show and in The Junction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the spirit of, like, why I want you to come back and we can shoot a, a, a music thing here as well. Because it's, like, in my head, I'm like, is this the most beautiful space to shoot a record Absolutely, or a song? Absolutely not. But it would be fun. And that's why I want to do it. You know what I mean? It would just be fun to just, like, sit in that chair and you could just do something. Because that to me is like not overthinking it. It's all the means that we have in front of us. Mm-hmm. And that's the simplest, that's for me the simplest content is always the best content, right? I think She Goes to the video was a great example of that too. Yeah. And you're probably seeing this a lot now that you're in more of a corporate role. And you notice this while you're at the Argos, I know for sure, because we had chats about this. But it's like the stifling of the process, right? You, sure. like, you're nodding and I can see it in your face. Like you know that feeling. Because I come from like an advertising background, right? So I worked in agencies for like almost five years. And a big reason why I went freelance was like, just the bureaucracy of creativity, like the politics behind it and everything like that was like really making me bitter about the things that I was making. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think like for you, you're probably seeing this not as bad as probably in the past. Right. But like, I think you chase a lot of these things like you did with Jordan and you kind of spearhead this stuff because you're, you're itching for it. Yeah. Right. And, And like my challenge always to you is like, do more of that. Yeah, do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do more of that. Like we chat about this stuff all the time. It's like we're always our own worst critics. Like I always, even to this day I don't feel like I'm making enough stuff that I want to be making. But you'll always tell me I'm making too many too many things. Right? <laughs> um, and I'm sure you're like oh you know why don't I have this and why don't I have that and all that kind of stuff, right? But I think like just going back to like the funness of it, like if that's like the thesis of this podcast is just cool. like, literally have fun making things. It's like the most important part of it all, right? Yeah. This young kid actually reached out to me because he wanted to start his own podcast after you listen to this one, which I think is amazing. Okay. But you know, we had like a call, and a lot of the questions were sort of like almost too structured. And my again, my big thing was like just hit record, cool. Like just press record and see what happens. Like you never like what's the worst that's gonna happen? You're gonna sit back and be like this is a pile of crap. I gotta do it again. Fine, mm-hmm. but at least you did it. And mo- more often than not, I think if you just press record, and you know that specifically with music, mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. You gotta like trust like your talent. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like I always say, like going into anything, I don't know I can do it until it's done. Mm-hmm. like I don't know I can shoot your show until the show is shot <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like there's there's always and I think that doubt is so fucking crucial to like be successful yeah. because if you lose that doubt you get an ego and then you're the king of the world and then a lot of people don't want to work with you anymore and it's your way to the highway there's no like there's no feedback that you can take you don't get better at things mm-hmm. like that right. is like that to me is like one of the most toxic sort of like creative personalities where it's just like I'm right And you are wrong. (laughs) It has to be this way. Right. And I think, you know, again, like what we're talking about, it's like everything we've done, especially as a group, has been so organic and fluid and just like a a total improvisation. And I really want to do more stuff like that. Like it's a good example of like other types of work I want to do Um, is that sort of like improv, like like to use a music, it's like a jam band. You know what I mean? It's like just jam and figure out what happens next. Mm -hmm. Um, Something, the way I kind of wanted to even like loop the end of this podcast was like, we should jam a little bit about some ideas that we can do. Cool. Like let's talk about things. Like there's an idea that you, you and I were shining I think you were involved with this too, where we you wanted to do something like in a tunnel or something. You wanted like yeah. a very big acoustic space. Right. I think the biggest trouble we have with that was like, where do we do that? True. <laughs> you know True. I mean? like, that's yeah, probably the yeah, biggest yeah. struggle. It's like what's the location for something like that? True. Right. True. Um, yeah, I think that's a really cool idea. I love the idea of we talked about this. I like the idea of like single cam stuff where it's like mm-hmm. a one take. Like mm-hmm. I love one take. Scenes, yeah, like just like one because it feels the most intimate. If yeah, we decide what it's, it feels like, the most intimate with the artist, mm-hmm. where it's just you, like it's a camera and, and the artist mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel like crafted anyway, doesn't mm-hmm. feel like put together or pieced together. It yeah. just feels like I'm a like a floating entity yeah. with this musician right mm-hmm. now. So, I think there is something cool in the idea of this like massive acoustic space, but also single camera. And maybe something fun with, like, various mic setups, too, so that we can play with a little bit of, like, spatial audio cool. type stuff. I don't know. I like that, yeah. Do you have any ideas for... You missed your location. I always feel like you have... I know, that. yeah, <laughs> I know. There's, there's so many... Well, even yeah. even,
1: even the uh, loft that we, we rented for the... For the shoot with Jordan, I mean, I was just going on going online and just looking for lofts for 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 rent for rent. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> yeah. and, and we, you know, we just we just we just paid paid for one night and yeah. ended up having a lot of really cool elements. Like I had, a, yeah. had a swing in the living room, which became sweet. such a like trademark. Of yeah, the man. Family. We were everybody talks about at it. the show. That's like cool. when someone came up to us and was
0: talking to him, and he was like, "Yeah, we shot a video with with Jordan." He's like, "The swing one? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome." Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> So so, uh, but yeah, yeah. Like I think that there's, you know, there there are a lot of really cool places around the city that I think we 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 could definitely accomplish that. And I I, I love I love the idea of of a one take. There's there's a video. So one of the um, cinematographers that that I follow, uh, Ryan Booth. Yeah, yeah. um, He did he did this amazing one take with Khalid. Um, oh, nice. and it, I think he shot it maybe like three four years ago kind of before khalid was a, a bigger name but it just starts on like a nice tight profile shot of khalid he starts singing yeah. and then and then he just slowly tracks the camera around further and further away and then starts to reveal more and more of the set there's a, there's a guy in the piano That's that like, starts building more and more oh, and he's just yeah. like, in, in like in like this in like, in like the middle of this like high school gym like on the weekend or like yeah. whenever like lights are off there's like streamers there's stuff everywhere and it's just like that's what it's, it's just mean. like it's it's so simple but like so thought out yeah. and so yeah, thoughtful yeah, yeah. that yeah. like I would absolutely love to do something like that yeah, and, and I think that with the three of us we can definitely put our minds sure. together and figure for
0: something sure. out. I think it'd be cool that like you, now you got my mind sparking with like like set design stuff too right where yeah. it's like not as simple as just like you with a piano or a guitar yeah. and a mic yeah. it's like is there a scene that we can set up that like tells more of a story yeah. Right? That's cool. I think a lot of the stuff, like, and this isn't to, to say it's bad, but I think a lot of the online, like, YouTube music community is as simple as just, like, you know, a, a camera and usually in some sort of loft or studio or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But I think there's an opportunity, you know, like, we talked about how, like, there's a ma- massive saturation now of everyone, like, being like, oh, we all have to make videos now. But that the, mm-hmm. a big side effect of that is, like, how do you break through all that shit when yeah. everyone's doing the exact same thing. Yeah. I think, like, the She Goes video is a fantastic yeah. example of, like, it's just a notch above, hmm. not only in song quality, but in video quality, that it does stick out. It's true. Right? It does stick out from a lot of the, just like the bedroom covers and stuff, right? Yeah. Like everyone starts with that, but if you have the opportunity and the means to like just, just spice it up a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, you know, this, this type of idea is like, let's take it even further than that, cool. you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go like, let's go, let's go Hollywood with it, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. right? Like why not? Yeah. Because
1: well, like even thinking back to the She Goes video, like we didn't, we didn't, Dressed the set a lot. We yeah. we uh, we we hung those blue lights up mm-hmm. off to the side to you know to kind of contrast the war- warm, and the cold, and kind of Not have time. that feel to it. But like, yeah. other than that, it was just it was just like it was a thirty minute setup. Probably yeah, exactly. Just like yeah. threw up some lights, but yeah, I, I think if we're able to kind of tell tell more tell yeah. more of a story be really, really cool. I
0: think, because this is recorded, we should give ourselves a timeline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. I mean, like, why not hold ourselves accountable to, like, actually putting something out? I feel like that's a good way, especially mm-hmm. when it's a for fun thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to, like, it's an easy thing to fall off of. Do you know what I mean? And it's, like, yeah. we don't have a whole lot of, like, great weather. Especially, but, True. I mean, it, is, it is global warming. It's been, like, three years. Right. <laughs> it's from, honestly, so it's so maybe time. we do have, like, a full-out, like, green Christmas coming up. Yeah. So like, it won't be yeah. too much of a big deal. But if it is something we want to do outside, I feel like our, our window is closing yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah,
2: I've got an EP coming out and hopefully in January. Oh, perfect. It's, oh, it's, it's, I've, I've named like four months that have already passed before yeah, yeah. in January <laughs> so I hope it actually happens. Between always, that. But the, yeah. the time it's taking is worth it. But yeah. it's, um yeah, like I guess my whole kind of career has led me up to what's about to happen for me in January. We're going to release singles off of kind of a five song EP over the next maybe. six months after that. Oh, yeah. but I would love to have something with you all sure. before that if, if we so can. So it's a five song EP? Yeah, and it's going awesome. to be released as singles. It'd be sweet for us to keep in the back of our mind
0: if like, you know, if it's the first one, whatever song you pick, that <laughs> we do kind of hold ourselves to a style aesthetic that we can match to all the four songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, have yeah, yeah. a visual component that matches each of the songs. Yeah. Right? That sounds so cool. And then whether there's like an ongoing narrative that maybe floods throughout them, or they're just beautiful. I was, was going to say,
2: we should throw a swing into everything <laughs> that we do. Yeah, you know, right. it's just like a little plastic <laughs> swing yeah. in the background. That's so funny. That's crazy. Like so. 10 years from now, it's like swing production.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming in tonight. I hope you enjoyed the cheap wine and yep. the very yeah. crunchy snacks that you could not <laughs> enjoy because we didn't want to screw up the audio quality. Really quick, tell everybody where they can find you guys on the interwebs.
1: Ooh. Uh,. So on uh, Twitter, Instagram, it's uh AlexAnthony underscore eighty three. If I was eighty three was my jersey number, not the year I was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on Vimeo YouTube, I think it's AlexAnthony dot slash
2: Productions and same with on Vimeo. And for me, everything's Jordan Heart Sound, it's heart without the E. So Jordan H A R T sound. For Instagram, YouTube, everything. Thank you guys. Cheers Cheers. Cheers.